Hello and welcome to the coolest kids. I am one of your hosts, Terrence Wiggins, joined by your other host. It's me, Kingdom Hearts the Man. You are not Kingdom Hearts the Man. I am Kingdom Hearts the Man. I I know all the kingdoms. You do not. Don't you blaspheme me. I I realize I'm actually going to make you mad here. I'm Brock Wilbur. I'm the other host. I'm going to get out of this before it gets worse. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I wouldn't be mad at you for well, that. Welcome to the Coolest Kids. It's our emo podcast show that has uh, went through a period there where maybe we didn't do emo albums for way too long. And so we're just like, this is music sounds. What are, what are our thoughts? Uh <laughs> If you've uh, been away from the show for a while, I suggest listening to our Pavement episode with uh, Garrett Martin. It's really good, but he also starts off by letting us know that Pavement isn't fucking emo. And I was like, yeah, I knew that going in, but they're, they're a thing that led to emo, and, and no one gave a shit because I was wrong, and that happens. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> here we are here we are on the podcast show now. Uh, I'm so happy to be back, and we've got a great album for today. And we have a great guest... By the name of... Ariel Grimes. That's me. And Ariel, what do you do? I uh, I make games hey. and music sometimes. That's cool. That's all right. <laughs> uh, so the album we're going to be covering today is, from first to last, uh, Dear Diary, My Teenage Angst... What is it? My Teen Angst? My Teenage... <laughs> it's a long teen title. Angst. My Teen Angst has a body count. Which this is a fantastic um, reference to Heather's. This is actually, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's every emo band needs one Heather's album. Uh, the other side of it is that uh, Ariel reached out when this was one of a couple albums offered up, and, and Terrence had just been saying we should do this album because uh, he'd been listening to it a lot or has put in the time with it lately. So I'm the one here where this is my first time with it. Uh, I'm excited to be talking about it because holy shit, did I like this album? <laughs> I was uh, I was surprised uh, not to be embarrassed. Like I haven't listened to this album in quite some time, um, but I was surprised to not be embarrassed by it uh, <laughs> because there are bands that I have gone back and listened to, just like I don't know, especially bands that kind of have the same sort of scene look to them, like skinny white guys with long black hair. Um, a lot of those bands uh, didn't hold up. Terrence, Terrence, go back here and cover this thing for me about um, white guys and their potential for being bad. What is that about? <laughs> well, you see, when the world started... <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, good. Uh, Ariel, would you like to tell us why you picked this album and what it means to you? Uh, sure. I actually, when I gave you, like, the, the few that I was thinking of, this was the one where I was like, ah, there's no way. No one's gonna want to touch this fucking, <laughs> this hot topic fucking pile of shit. Um, <laughs> which is, a, it's a fantastic album, but it it's, is, uh, it is uh, very uh, much what it is. Like, it, it doesn't try to hide been, itself. Uh, it's, it's hot topic to the touch. Uh, that's just everything we do here. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. You were talking about the album. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I picked it because I feel like it represents not just, um, I don't, not just for myself, but like a, a certain period of time in that, in the quote unquote scene, like 
this album came out in 2004 and by 2007 if you weren't following what this band had done on that album then nobody was paying attention to you at Warp Tour or any other of the big shows and so it like it influenced like not just the the culture of the band like not just the culture of the fans but also the bands that kind of created this like this like cycle um, yeah and so it was a it like when I was in school this was like we like me and my friends debated albums and um uh books and stuff and and this was one of the most divisive albums within my friend group and I always had a few people who were like I despise this album but this one track um and that was always kind of fun so I, I when I think about emo bands I used to listen to when I was younger and looking back at it it has to be this like wild ride of an album yeah uh, I, I remember I, I, I knew Failure by Designer Jeans, which is a B-side from these recording sessions. It isn't even on the album, though. It's uh, on nope. Punkorama <laughs> 10, which, uh, shit, we should just do a run of Punkorama episodes at some point. <laughs> it, it also feels like, uh, this also feels like one of the earliest, uh, maybe not the earliest, but this is at that point that Epitaph was starting to be like, ah, shit, we can't just have like a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of bring down the government bands. Uh, we gotta get we gotta get some emos shoved in there. Uh, one thing that I, I remember uh, liking about this album is I saw them. Uh, I saw from first to last play right when the second album came out, when Heroin came out, and they were just like these kind of like goofy and like super nice guys, which a lot of. Uh, bands from the scene weren't Mm -hmm. like a lot of them were super standoffish and uh just not nice um but i remember talking to the uh to the guitarist travis richter about world of warcraft and he like gave me his he was like hey we should be friends on world of warcraft (laughs) like that was it was a weird thing but that's one thing that's always stuck with me about this band and about this album hold up hold up did you ever play world of warcraft with him (laughs) No, not with them. We talked like once, but that was it. Uh, but they were on tour at the time, and after that, like I, it was, it was around the time that I was giving up on WoW. It was like three into three years into WoW's uh, lifespan, and this was like the first time I was giving, or the second time I was giving up on it. Um, uh, but uh, for, for for Ariel and for listeners that have been with us the whole time, part of uh, Terrence's backstory is being. The only black guy at Warp Tour in the early 2000s in Virginia, uh, and every time, every story that Terrence has about meeting a lead singer from that time is just like somebody looking at him and being like, "Why don't, why don't you have tits? I hate you. Go away." Yeah. So this is incredible yeah. to hear one good story, and not only is it a good story, the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we should raid together." What an incredible yeah. twist! Like it, I don't know, like it, it kind of. Uh they're like they were just very affable like nice guys and i think it kind of shows through this album because i feel like a lot of this album doesn't take itself so seriously which makes me more willing to listen to it like uh i feel like on the other end of taking itself too seriously you have stuff like census fail uh, like Aiden, like Alisana. Oh man, Aiden. Oh no. I, I was also oh, no. about to say Aiden. I'm equally shocked <laughs> yeah. that we've reached this point. Welcome to our Aiden podcast. Yeah, we yes. eventually had to talk about it. But. It's, it's, it's about World of Warcraft and that band. It's called Raiden and Aiden. 
Uh, and Shut uh, up. no one listens Shut to up. it. Or should they? <laughs> God damn it. Ariel, I'm so sorry. We've never actually talked before in this way. Uh, this, this is a nightmare. <laughs> just you're a collection for. of puns. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a not co- a dad yet, but I'm going to be a dad <laughs> forever. So, yeah. This is this is such a good album, uh, and I enjoyed so much of it uh, until I hit the song. I liked you better before you were naked on the internet, which includes the line, uh, "And now this mark remains and will never go away." And you just brought up Terrence that this album doesn't take itself too seriously. But and and Ariel, one of our favorite things to do on this show is to revisit something that we loved as teenagers or whatever that might have made us shitty men or like in my case like I sent it to like a girl and like was like yeah love me or I'll I'll hurt myself uh this feels like one of those things that aged so fucking terribly to be like but but it's also like it it really solidifies like the MySpace nature of this band is like, oh, I, <laughs> I saw you on MySpace and your clothes were off and like now you're tainted forever and you're just like, fuck off forever. What is wrong with you? <laughs> if if either of you have a better, different take that lets me not hate... And, no. and, and I like the rest of the album so much. There's one track I just... I was yelling at when I was listening to it. I was like, how dare you, sir? Uh, but that's also with, you know... <sighs> 15 years since to be able to look back and be like, that doesn't feel right today. <laughs> right. The only track I don't like on this album, uh, really is Emily. Uh, like, I like that like, one so I'm, much. Ouch. ouch. I don't like that. That hurts. Song. That hurts. <laughs> one, 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 because I had a, a shitty sort of relationship with a girl named Emily. Yeah. That's why Bye. I like it. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'll always take a sad Emily song. She was she was I seventh grade because I have bad memories with this girl. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Do you not get no, emo? No, it's not. This is an emo podcast. <laughs> Every time I think of her, I get mad. So uh, I don't want to hear right, the song. I can't wait for your Emily song. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna write an acoustic ballad called Terrence tonight. Also, I also I don't like. There's something about the song that just isn't like it isn't enough or something. Like it it just sounds very empty. Unlike mm-hmm. the rest of the album, sounds kind of full. This song just sounds like. I mean, it is just acoustic guitar, but no, I I, I, I will give you that because it has that sort of thing where like uh, uh, the the Thursday albums will do like a song that's just fucking piano all of a sudden, but like, it's still filled out in that way that you're just like, there's like weird atonal noise underneath her guitar swells or something. And it, and it builds and flows. Emily is just stripped bare. And I was like, wow, that is a jagged, uh, but it is also my favorite like genre of song, which is the mid album break where, uh, everything about the rules (laughs) of the album disappears and somebody does what would have otherwise been considered an interlude, uh, but it's just like, I don't know, here's a song that doesn't fit, and it's fine. <laughs> I, f- I feel like they really set the groundwork for for this, for, like, um, Warp Tour bands, uh, to just kind of, they'll, they'll, they'll have, like, weird uh, electronic noise and screaming, they're just trying to do new things with, like, the emo sound, but no matter what, there's always got to be that one fucking, like, dropped everything it's just me and the guitar i'm speaking <laughs> to you girl 
I'm fucking <laughs> singing right, right at you. <laughs> I guess like it's I like just a gotta standard. say, hey there, Delilah. Uh, what Shut you up. doing? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Terrence, uh, Terrence, do you uh, know about the about the actual Delilah? Yeah. I, I don't know if we... I think... I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on both podcasts that I have. Good. Okay. <laughs> uh, about that. God, that, I hate that. Like, I hated that song before, and then knowing the story behind it made me hate it even more. Ariel, do you know the song? I mean, the this, this story. The story about Hey There, Delilah? Yeah. Um, I think I used to, but... Uh, why would my brain remember this? The, the the dude walked up to a girl at the gym and tried to hit on her, and she was like, I have no time or patience for this. And he's like, what's your name? And she's like, Delilah. And he's like, I'm going to write a song about you. And she's like, okay, fuck off. And then, hey there, Delilah was on the radio, and like he later like told somebody who what her name was and who she was, and like journalists got in touch and was like, how does it feel to have this song written about you? And she's like, creepy AF. Like... <laughs> Why did this fucking like already you're a creep if you hit on somebody at the gym, but on top of it to be like, I'm going to win you over one day, girl, by really like ruining your name and life forever. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't wait until um, the creepy guy who was following me last night uh, writes a beautiful ballad about my yoga pants. Uh <sighs> Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Me Show and me Terrence are so synced that we make the up. same angry sound about men at this point. <laughs> God, like I don't know, Arrow. <laughs> you probably know, like being in the scene, like mm-hmm. just how creepy a lot of guys were. That's, but they were yeah. all like I feel like uh, in the like the emo before this scene, like it was like guys and and cardigans and stuff, and they were they were creepy in a different way. But this one was like seeing kids had this weird like I don't want to say swagger about them, mm. but <laughs> they had something about them that made them act differently. Can we call it like swagger? Uh, I like think a it's really called, negative swagger. I think it's drugs. Oh, drugs. Yes. You're thinking drugs. of, you're, you're trying to name cocaine. I think we're cocaine. trying to put some <laughs> drugs here. <laughs> yeah. and they, the, like, like, the way they hit on girls and everything, it was just, like, incredibly transparent and incredibly creepy. Uh, speaking of Aiden. Um, Terrence, it's called Little Dick Energy, and it's very popular <laughs> right now. <laughs> Ariel, we, uh, we brought you on to talk about this album, and I feel like we've just uh, shit around about stuff. You you have thoughts on the album, but also one of the reasons we picked it was that I, I love it when somebody brings up uh, a different uh, hash core uh, a genre that I don't really know. What is scene core, and how does this fit in there? Uh, oh, Ariel, you, you take this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it, but I know what it is. It's uh, it's a reinterpretation of like um, power pop and screamo, uh, but like filtered through a much more marketable um, uh, aesthetic. Like the scene core style is in, like it's inherently brand. It's branded. It's monster energy as yes. much as it is tight pants and like glitter paint. On your shoes and other stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looks like a it looks like a MySpace 
literally like a MySpace uh, uh, personalized page. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's taking it's aesthetics first. It's a lot of these aesthetics being built together to be like these, because you were mentioning before that like emo used to be just like oh, okay, it's like sweater vests and breathing through your nose like a weirdo and fogging <laughs> your glasses and not knowing how to talk to people and crying about it. And right. then it's like, but that is not marketable whatsoever. So right. um, no one could really attach onto it until someone said. Well, everyone's moving in this direction, and then let's amplify it, amplify it, amplify <laughs> it, um, and to a point where it's like this is the culture, and then that's what this that's what scene core is. It was just like it it was it's like a style based on the concept of a culture itself. Yeah, yeah. Like I was never like I listened to a lot of these bands from this era, but I was never like I didn't wear like the black nail polish and the, the I, I, my hair was not long enough to cut mm-hmm. it into any sort of asymmetrical shape with highlights like bright green highlights it's good that you've gotten there now though <laughs> i mean i have a mohawk but it looks like shit right now so don't pun it don't pay attention to it and that's why it's asymmetrical <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> Ariel, uh, what, what yeah. drew you to this? What drew you this sort of music? Was this like a line in for you, or were you in something else earlier? And then you were like, "This is important," or is this the only band in like scene core that matters? Um. Well, I think. So I got like this album itself is kind of like I mentioned earlier about like my friend group in high school. And I think there was a lot of arguments about this and it was like, I was new to this friend group and everyone was going on and on about it and fighting over it. So I wanted to really like parse through it and understand it okay. um, so I could fit in better because um, I was a weirdo and that was kind of, it was necessary to have a group and it was a group of weirdos yelling about this weird I don't even know how to describe this album because yeah, yeah it's it's frantic and it's it's all over the place and like I look at my music tastes now and I can see why I still really enjoy this album um because it doesn't stick it's like it doesn't really sound like emo because you've got like sunny uh sunny quote-unquote Skrillex more as he's listed on Wikipedia um, doing let's, that let's, like let's agree that we just buried the lead on this this is the band from whence Skrillex comes which I did not fucking know when I first listened and then I was like oh fuck this. and also when we were planning out when to do this episode Ariel kept dropping Skrillex gifts into our conversation and I was like what is, what is fucking happening because that does that does not sound like the Ariel I know and here we are. <laughs> I had always been told that, like, his, like, band or, like, what got him into this was very much more like, uh, like, corn or, like, it was just a bunch oh, of, no. like, effects pedals and bullshit. And so to hear this, I was like, oh, I really kind of like this. And then I finally checked the Wikipedia. I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no. all dead to me now. <laughs> Oh, whoops, I, I re- respected this artist, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I remember when when he first like when Skrillex first came out, and then so like I saw a picture of him. I was just like I was like that's that's Sunny, Sunny. from First to Last. <laughs> like I was like I met that guy. Like he's like like what is happening? Wait, was he the one that invited you to World of Warcraft? No, that was Travis. That was uh. the. Uh, uh, I did meet Sonny though. He was very nice. Uh, he, he was quiet though, but I met I met Travis, Matt, and Sonny, and they were all like just super nice guys, and that, that stuck with me for like fifteen years or whatever, for uh, thirteen years, because the scene the scene was a nightmare. <laughs> Like, like the scene was like it was like the most egotistical thing because it was like the beginning of social media, basically. And so you would see like these arguments, like that you would hear over music in real life, like bleed over into the internet. Oh, what a weird because note. yeah, that these this was MySpace come to life, but also people were fighting in a MySpace way. This is what right. gave us a brand new Taking Back Sunday. Right. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's like the T-Mobile the T-Mobile sidekick with access to MySpace at your fingertips. <laughs> you know, you lose it in the mosh pit and you rip your jeans trying to find it. Like that's like that's the experience. <laughs> with regards to a lot of like these bands and everyone's way people were Huddling around them, yeah. I I keep I keep thinking when I think of when I think of this band. I also think of like when I think of tours and stuff. I'm reminded of when like me and an ex went to see Chiodos mm. at Warp Tour, mm. and like that's like that's a very it's a similar <laughs> attempt. I th- I feel like both from First Loss and Chiodos are trying to do something very similar. Right. Okay. Uh, but how they got there and what they got at the end result was very different. Where right? it's just like they want to be more ex- experimental, and then you've got Chiodos is like I'm I'm real hard about it, real serious about it. Yeah. And then they stopped experimenting, and they're just like, if we add strings, people will think it's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah i i I liked that first Chiodos album, and then everything after it was just like, oh, you're just. I, I tried to listen to Bone Palace, and I was like, I swear, when I was in, when I was younger, this album changed everything. And now I listen to it now, and I was like, I don't know if this is even music. I don't really understand what's happening here. Yeah, there's like one, only the only song I really like off that album is the very last song that they do with the guy from Underminded. Uh, but other than that, like I, no, I'm good. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> like I, I still like that first uh, Chiodos album. I think it's fun to sing along to and all that. Uh, kind of in the in a similar way, it's fun to sing along to this one, mm-hmm. but uh, in a different way. Like you were saying, they they were almost like on the same sort of track of making weird stuff. Um. Yeah, yeah, I remember, like, when I saw, because I never saw from first to last um, live or anything, but I remember seeing Chiodos, and they had, like, a, you know, they had someone up there with, on, like, keyboard, um, yeah. and that guy looked like he was out of his mind, <laughs> and, like, he was going to collapse at any moment, and he's flying right. his body around, right? and I'm, like, terrified for my own life. 
Um, <laughs> and I, I wonder uh, if I got to see first uh, last was Interpol Antipod. on their very first tour. Uh, you got to see who? I got to see Interpol. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. Uh, and uh, Interpol, uh, they were very insistent on being four guys, but they hired a keyboard player because there's keyboards on the album. And Interpol stood completely fucking still the entire album. And the keyboard player like swerved and did like arm motions and stuff and was easily the only engaging member of the band or the only one that looked like they he was having fun and they fired him so fucking fast because they're like how dare you how dare you take any attention from me i'm greg interpol uh, <laughs> i love i love i love seeing a band where there's like one person and you're like i kind of like them and then the rest of the band is like He's not even in the band. What are we even doing? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like when we were uh, when we did Monty R.I. last week. Right. And you were talking about there's just one guy that runs around stage who God. doesn't have an instrument. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe that exists. Chiodos <clears throat> uh, is another one of those bands that I, that I met and they were all just like super nice guys. Uh, so weird. That's so wild to me that they're nice because their music doesn't <laughs> help with that no just like the the lead singer chiodos i don't know what he's doing now if he's back with the band or not but he's like right. that guy and he i forget his name i know craig. that he's covered in tons of tattoos craig craig and he just craig writes something. like but he writes some of the like creepiest music I've ever listened to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's uh, he apparently also had a Craig Owens. That was his name. Uh, he apparently also had a lot to do with drugs for he, a long time. He had a lot yeah, to do with that drugs. Album. Come on, man. He made that album with that. He made a band called one drugs. album. I called <laughs> drugs with Matt Good from from first to last. That was their yeah. like big thing. Yeah, destroy, rebuild until God shows or drugs. Come on. Um, but yeah, I met him. But he was he was a super nice guy, uh, and apparently, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. We share a birthday. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is my favorite part of the episode when Terrence just starts down a Wikipedia I'm just, wormhole. I'm just on. I'm just on Wikipedia. And then and then we I'm, find I'm out. Like, did to. you know that like Arizona isn't still a state? And we're like, wow, it's good that we came here to talk <laughs> they, about emo. They got rid of Arizona. Uh, <laughs> did you know they had a Punk Goes Pop Volume Five? Yes. They've gotten I, a lot more than five. I did. I like. I didn't even know. Like, I re- I just remember when it was just like. Punk goes. There was like five albums. I remember when that happened, and then they were just like, "What if we kept doing this?" This is kind of like when we were on like now. That's what I call music, Volume Five here. And I went to New York City for the first time as a high schooler and did not know what an import was or did not know where Europe was with music. And they were on uh, now. That's what I call music two hundred and three. And I was like, "Oh, (laughs) I've got some things to catch up on," and it's all just Eiffel sixty fives blue. Uh, every time. <laughs> now listen <laughs> up. This is a story about a blue guy. <laughs> I remember the first time I actually heard this band. It just came to me. Wow. Um, Freaking! I don't know if you've seen any of the music videos. I, I've never seen them. 
I never, uh, I never, I, I wasn't one for music videos. No nail polish, no music videos. <laughs> I wasn't like, I listen. I said I listened to a lot of these bands, but I was not, I did not look like any the visual of, element. None of it. It was not there. I looked like old, I looked like old school uh, emo. Like I wore a lot of flannel shirts. Uh, I had, I had a lot of uh, shirts and ties. I was not. You're thinking about not, Ska, uh, and Ariel is also making a move to replace you on the I, podcast. Right I now. am not talking about. <laughs> I am not talking about Ska. I am talking about post-hardcore from the early 2000s. If you look at any band like from Autumn to Ashes or Atreyu, every photo shoot they had, it was a black tie and a red shirt, or a, a black shirt and a red tie. Out of here with which Ska. Which is it? <laughs> which which eventually became the. Uh, the style of Afro Levine. Yes. And so whenever I wear a tie, they were like, like Alvaro Levine, I'm just like, I'm black. I'm a black male. Like, no, not at all Avril Levine. <laughs> Maybe a little Avril Levine? Just a little, <laughs> little bit Alvaro Levine? This is my favorite episode we've ever done. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I'm the one under attack. This time, it's Terrence. I feel pretty good about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you try to, because you don't know anything about scenes. I was gonna say you're outside the scene. You're you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, I've seen. This is, this I've is seen what's on the other kids. side. <laughs> this is how we communicate by trying to tear each other apart. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel, what's what's your overall like? music experience like favorite like first show you went to or like best thing you saw um i think my favorite experience um was my my hometown scene uh which was christian hardcore Mm. uh with a bit of a southern um so it was like a bit of a southern twang in there kind of like where you're from southern rock meets hardcore like northern ontario Oh, okay. There's a big scene up there. The Canadian Southern. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yes, yes. Ontario is, Northern Ontario is the deep south of Canada. Every, everyone tries to make we have on the show is about like, Alberta. I remember the time that in a Methodist church basement I saw a DFA 1979 and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, there was, um... Yeah, there's a local scene out there, and there's just these, um, just out of high school dudes had nothing to do in a small town, so they get, like, a, they start getting some information from, like, engineering classes they did in high school to put together a bunch of lights and switches and stuff and build these giant stage sets that work with the music. Uh, so they're doing these, so they're doing these breakdowns, and you've got the vocalist screaming with a southern, tw- like, twang somehow on his, on his vocals, and then when he stops, he just jumps off the stage, and the lights start flashing, and then he starts doing cartwheels in the pit, and then, like, uh, yeah, it's like, you literally have an out-of-body experience, because it's, <laughs> it's just so much fucking stimulus, and then, you know, hopefully at the end of the show, they're like, God, God, y'all. <laughs> I've been to a lot of Christian hardcore shows, uh, so I, I, I understand that. I still have a pin from one of my first shows that I went to where that specific band was playing, and they 
never uploaded anything. I never got any demo CDs. If I did, I lost them. Uh, so it's like the the last bit I have of that like music scene. And like yeah. A, a, like a year or two, like a year and a half later, the whole scene died because um, a very conservative town hated the fact that kids were mucking about in their music hall and their churches. <laughs> so they like enforced a bylaw that you had to pay for police to like be at the door and stuff like that. Same thing. Just... The same thing happened here. Yeah. And then the whole scene just fucking died. It was, yep. it was the worst. Yep. 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 This ha- it happened here. Like every, every few years, like a new scene sort of like crops up. Uh, and then they're just like, you have to have a police escort here for, and you have to sell tickets so you can do this thing. And you're just like, fucking just let us have a show like yeah. there's no music here i'm tired of going to the what the fuck is our amphitheater called it has the dumbest name it's like veterans home united presents the amphitheater or some dumb shit like that veteran homes united Vet- yeah, veterans that real veterans <laughs> veterans united home loans amphitheater at virginia beach that is Whoa. the entire name man America. And so they they just have they just have <laughs> bands come through there and Dave Matthews plays once a year and then they're like this is all the music we need in Virginia. I hate this. I hate this state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I'm just looking at it and it's just like like uh, the bands that are playing. It's like Imagine Dragons is coming, followed by Leonard Skinner, and I'm just like I don't want either one of those. So, what you are should, we going to um, do? You should go to Los Angeles and go to Emo Night LA. Oh, Emo weekend. Night is so much fun. That's what, that's what I've heard. But also, LA is expensive. And I don't have expenses. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving to the West Coast so I can take the Amtrak. Oh, <laughs> Alright, so, overall, what do you guys think of this album? What'd y'all think? How do you... Would you, like, tell somebody to go listen to it now, or is this something that is of the past? Who goes first? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, Whoever well, I, I, I said something, so I guess I'll, I'll go. <laughs> um, That's I think, the short yeah, straw. <laughs> yep. So, other than, like, track four with the naked and the, the terrible men, like, you know... He, you just have to deal with it when it comes to emo music. <laughs> um, but, like, as a whole, I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, just Especially if someone likes stuff like... If someone likes Thursday. Yes. Or a lot of, like, um, maybe some, like, more, like, industrial or, like, alternative rock stuff that was coming out of the late 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that would be... That this could work... Uh, you know, lyrically, it's maybe not the same type of stuff, but it's definitely something I could still, I could still recommend to people. Um, you know, like a few standout tracks are probably for me, or um, like "Note to Self" is a fantastic single. Um, I got into the band because I saw the music video for it, and it was like goth and obnoxious, and I was like, "It's me!" <laughs> oh my god, I spit black too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and stuff like Poppy Listen To is a really fun song. Yeah. Oh, oh but, my god, the uh, the untitled track. 
Like the, yes. the the closer is fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's real weird. Maybe the best. And it's stupid. <laughs> it's it's real stupid, and I love it. Uh, oh, I would definitely recommend this album to anyone who loves uh, modern dance, Gavin dance. Okay. They they I've, just I've, came through Kansas City, and we'd done our episode a few weeks earlier, and I was like, I don't think I want to see them. Uh, and later, I was like, Oh, I heard it was a really good show, so I kind of regret that. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know how you could give that up. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Brock, what did you think? Yeah, as a first timer, like I love this, but I also am constantly looking for stuff that fills this void via this podcast. I liked it so much. There is that one song that I I, I, I wish wasn't there, but that's you know uh, I have the hindsight of twenty years on this album, so it's like all right, you know what, they're fine. Uh, I'm also just very keen on what Ariel brings to me because also Ariel like reaches out via Facebook to be like, you've got to check out these uh, SoundCloud emo bands like uh, Juice World or Princess Nokia and stuff. And every one of those recommendations has been so good. So when I got that this as the album for for her episode, I was like, cool, I'm I'm so far into this. It feels good. I like the album. Uh Mm-hmm. It was shocking to discover it was Skrillex's album, and I'll just pretend I don't know that <laughs> moving forward, and that's fine. Bang a rang, bang rang. Uh, that was that first song he had, right? That was like the one song that blew up his entire spot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like listening yeah. to you guess at Skrillex's career. <laughs> that would be a better <laughs> show for us to do. Terrence, what has Skrillex done? Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you heard his other project before Skrillex and after from first to last? No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> okay, I don't know. I have time for that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look. You know. This you up. know what? Episode two when you come back, that'll be a good one. Um. Yeah. If you did want to talk more about like heroin, is a like an album yeah, that I yeah. think I have stronger connections to than this one. Oh, okay. Heroin so. is a good album. I was going to say, Brock, you should listen to that after uh, listening to this. Thanks for recommending uh, heroin it, to me. <laughs> it's also a different album than uh, than this is. Okay. So You can uh, understand how Skrillex happened if you listen to heroin and, and understand who was in the studio and how that production went. Oh, I'm actually now completely sold on that. Let's do that one in like a month. <laughs> Uh, Errol, what can we find you online? Um, where can you find me online? Yeah, what is, what is what is your online presence that you would like to share with our audience? Um, mostly just on Twitter, um, and that's at SlimeCat with a K, S-L-I-M-E-K-A-T. Um, otherwise, I'm not really up and around anywhere. Oh, uh, that's fine. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm too internet. Uh, Barack? At Brock Wilbur, find my podcast with my wife, Missouri Loves Company, and my uh, dark self-care podcast, Caring Into the Void. And then just uh, come by my Twitter, at Brock Wilbur, and, and tell me that I'm good. Uh, Terrence, where can people find you? I am on Twitter, at The Black Nerd. You can also find my other podcast, whatever we call it. It's a once-weekly once podcast where we read stupid news stories and take questions from the, from the audience and generally catch up. Uh, with each other, with my best friend Brock, uh, not Brock, huh? Brock's you my other friend, again. Jeb. <laughs> I know too many white people. Oh, God. Uh, 
you all look alike. Um, <laughs> Jeb, uh, Jeb, uh, we used to work together and complain uh, to each other and make each other laugh. So we decided to make a podcast out of that. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash black nerd. Thank you guys for listening. Video games. Uh, as always, we are the coolest kids and we take what we can get. Bye. Bye.